Welcome to the Garden of Favor podcast, where we are committed to cultivating lives and businesses God's way, because when we do, we see the undeniable evidence of His favor. I'm warning you now, be prepared to cry and shout some yeses and amens as we ask ourselves the tough questions and get honest with God about what He wants to do in us and through us for the kingdom. Hi, sister friend, I'm Heather, teacher turned six-figure corporate exec, turned top 1% network marketer, turned living my best life, dream job as a mindset strategist and kingdom blueprints coach for Christian entrepreneurs. I believe your life is much like a garden and your business plays a major role in fulfilling your purpose and calling. Are you ready to get your mindset and your heart set in sync with the Father so you can bloom into all He's created you to be? Then let's grow, girl. Hi, sister friend. Welcome back to the garden of favor. I am excited to share with you the content I have ready for you today that the Lord put on my heart. And before I do that, I want to ask a big favor of you. If these shows, any of these episodes have spoken to you and the Lord has, whether given you fresh revelation or has helped you through something, I have got a big favor to ask of you. One, would you please leave a review on the show? Um, iTunes is the most common place to do that. I would so appreciate that. As well as please share. Share on your social media. Tag me in it. I'm not on Instagram right now, but I think I'm going to be. I think the Lord's going to bring it back into my life in 2021. And so I would absolutely love it if you would share because that is a way that you can sow into this business tree of mine simply by leaving a review and sharing with your friends who you feel would benefit from it. So any other Jesus-loving entrepreneurs who you feel could benefit from this, please share. So let's dive into today's content after I ask for a little favor from you. I get this message in my inbox often and not as often as I used to because I have changed my life and I don't, I really try not to give, give off the, uh, I'm busy stigma, um, and, and language, but I often get messages in my inbox that say something like, Hey Heather, I know you're really busy, but Hey Heather, I know you have so much going on. I know you're super busy being a mom, your businesses, but I just wanted to invite you to this, or I just wanted to ask you, or hey, thank you so much for getting back to me. I know you're so busy, and so I really appreciate your time. Sister friend, I love you, but I will rebuke that in the name of Jesus if you send me that kind of a message, and I will do it kindly, but I will not, I will not wear the badge of busy as an honor. I used to. I thought it was really sexy to feel busy all the time. It made me feel important. It made me feel needed. It made me feel like I had value to give to the world until it made me want to crawl in a hole and hide forever. Busy is not a badge of honor. Busy is a swear word. And busy is a curse from the enemy, a lie from you know where. And you got to stop saying, I'm so busy. Oh, how are you? I'm really busy, but sister friend, your words matter. 
And if you keep speaking that over yourself, that you're busy, guess what? You're going to remain busy. And if you allow other people to tell you that you're busy, you probably have that wired in your brain. Literally, it's a neuropathway that has been wired into your brain that makes you believe that you are busy. I want to show you how powerful this is, okay? Because I want to get to the root of this and really help you change your dialogue. Stop saying you're busy. Stop wearing it as a badge of honor. Busy is a swear word. We want to change this dialogue here, okay? So I want to ask you a question and I would love it. Hey, pause the podcast. Let's do a little coaching call, okay? If you were a client of mine and you said, you know, I'm just really busy. Like I don't have time. I don't have time to do anything. I would do this exercise with you and I would say, okay, tell me what characteristics, like what does busy mean to you? And what are some feelings maybe even associated with that word busy? What does that mean? What does busy mean? And I want to make sure that you're not believing the lie that busy means valuable, busy means important, busy means needed, busy means you have something to offer the world and you can't ever not offer it and shut down because you have this thing that you need to prove or do. Don't buy into that lie. That's a lie. So let's get to the real root of busy. When I, when you say you're busy, or if you've ever said that before, you heard like, what are the feelings that you would attach to that? I want you to take a pause and I'm going to give you some that I have been given before and let's let's talk through this, okay? Let's just show ourselves how powerful your words are. Your words have the power to speak life or death. And if you are wearing busy as a badge of honor and or you're letting other people say that you're busy and you're accepting that as truth, then your life will your life will create fruit that is attached to busy. Here are some words that usually come up. I encourage you again, stop the podcast, write these out. When you think of the word busy, what feelings come to mind? What emotions come to mind? Here are some words. Overwhelmed. Always behind. Never enough time. Anxious. Not present. Stretched to the max. Exhausted. Stressed out. Would you agree? Do you feel like when you, have you ever seen somebody running around frantically because they truly, they're busy. I mean, they got a lot going on. It doesn't seem like it's flowing. It doesn't seem enjoyable and, and a flow and good. It seems chaotic. It seems stressed out. Like some of these other, it seems like they're not even present. They're just running around like a chicken with their head cut off. Busy. Huh busy are you are you busy and I want to challenge you with this too are you literally too busy is there something on your plate that you are doing that the Lord never asked you to do have you said yes to too many people that now you're running around frantically and you're too busy hmm. or have you said yes to too many things that it, it because you're searching for or you're trying to prove your value or your worth to people or you don't want to disappoint others? So what is on your plate today that you need to take off? Perhaps you are busy, really. Like, yeah, you are the B word. You are busy. But the Lord is 
challenging you to take a look, take an inventory of your life and say, hey, I think sometimes we're often looking for the thing that's missing. Perhaps what we need to start looking more for is the thing that's there that shouldn't be there. If you're feeling overwhelmed, always behind, like there's never enough time, like you're not really present with your family, like you're stretched to the max, you're exhausted, you're stressed out, you're anxious, perhaps you've got too much going on. So what's on your plate that shouldn't be there? My next question to you is, do you take a Sabbath? Do you take a full 24 hours to be refreshed, renewed, and restored? To, to exhale, to breathe, to spend extra time with the Lord or your family or whatever um, you, it, you do that, you've, that the Lord's asking you to do on a Sabbath. It's really, it's to rest. You know, I think so often we can look at all of the Ten Commandments and like, okay, well, don't lie, don't kill. Okay, got it. Um, but take a Sabbath. Like it's it's literally a Ten Commandment. And we're not under the law. We don't have to, but we get to. And why? Because a Sabbath is like a baby gate. You put it up as a boundary for your kid to actually live in more freedom in the space that's safe for them. God's Ten Commandments and his, you know, his biblical um, suggestions, laws, um, right? We aren't under the law. You don't have to, and you have free will. Like the Israelites used to have to make sacrifices over and over again every time they sin. We get to ask for forgiveness and repent. But the thing is, is like you don't have to. You get to. You get to take a Sabbath. You get to. And I used to look at it like I had to because I, I had to to obey God. And my whole perception has shifted on that, that I don't have to take a Sabbath. God suggest, God tells me that I, you know, remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. But I, if you shift that mindset to I get to, you will reap so many more benefits of it because you will see why the Lord says that. So are you taking a Sabbath? That's another thing. If you really are busy, like let's, let's take an inventory and let's say, are, and ask, like, are you taking a Sabbath? And are you letting others tell you that you're busy? So when I get these messages in my inbox, I very politely say, hey girl, thanks for the message. Just so you know, I am not busy. I will not wear that as a badge of honor. However, I do have a full plate and I am so grateful for the plate the Lord has given me. I am overflowing and I am grateful that the Lord has called me to serve in this capacity. I know what it's like to feel like there's never enough time. The Lord created 24 hours in a day on purpose. And he created you to be awake for a certain amount and to sleep a certain amount. I used to be the girl who stayed up till 2 or 3 a.m. working on a project to make more money, to help more people, to get to the next achievement and to hit the next goal. I have also been the girl who was able to shut down at 5, enjoy her family for the evening, get off of social media Friday night, Saturday, and Sunday, and come back and still have a thriving business. There's two ways to do it. You have free will, but the Lord wants to show you a better way. And I promise you, it's not the busy way. Let's look at a few examples in the Bible. Mary and Martha. Great story, right? You probably have heard it. But so oftentimes we can become Martha where we are busy, 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 doing, 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 and we forget to simply sit at the feet of Jesus. We forget that that is the most important thing. And that if there's not room for that, then we're all, we are going to feel 
stretched and overwhelmed and exhausted and, and not fulfilled, right? No matter what we're filling our day and our time with, we will feel stressed out. So I want to encourage you to be a Mary. Sit at the feet of Jesus a little bit more. Rest a little bit more. You don't need to be busy. Busy is not a badge of honor. Busy is a lie from the enemy. And it's not even a lie. It's a true thing. Uh, but it is a, a strategy of the enemy. Because when you're too busy doing X, you will miss what God has for you. When you're too busy, again, I've said this many times, but not all good things are God things. Not all good things, even you could say yes to a lot of things, but they might not be the God thing that he wants you to say yes to. So perhaps you're taking on way more than you need to. Let's look at another example of someone who embraced not being busy all the time. That doesn't mean we don't have work to do. Don't hear me wrong, right? What I'm saying is busy is not a badge of honor. And you've got to know when to rest and how to set boundaries around your work and your life and your family so that you protect the most sacred thing and in order that's god and your relationship with him marriage then children then your business tree right your business ministry or your your business right everyone has everyone's life is a ministry but i love that term business tree jesus was a great example I'm currently in Mark right now reading about all of Jesus's miracles and he's feeding 5,000 people and then he feeds 4,000 people and he drives out demons and he heals the blind and he turns water to wine. He's doing all these amazing miracles. But do you, when you read scripture, you will see that Jesus pulled away from the crowds. He sometimes went to be alone on the boat or to the mountain he oftentimes went, you know, he went to the Garden of Gethsemane, thinking about that, what he, to spend time with the Father, which is why I'm so passionate about helping you understand the significance of the garden the Lord has given you. There's so much significance in the garden, and that's one of the places Jesus rested. So every morning when I get up, I'm a visual person, and so I like to get up I do my little morning thing, and as I sit down for quiet time, I grab my blanket, and I, I, I envision myself hanging out in, in the garden with my Heavenly Father and try to embrace simply hanging out with Him and being in His presence. And today, I don't know why I'm sharing this with you guys, but I'm just trying to give you some visuals because I want you to not think that your relationship with the Lord has to be boring um, in fact, it's the best and most incredible, amazing journey you will go on. I have known the Lord my whole life, but I will tell you what, I have never gone in a, on a walk in a garden with him before, but this morning I did. He has given me this vivid image and he has spoken to me so deeply about the significance of our gardens and the flowers and the banners and the songs he sings over us in our gardens and all of these amazing things. If you've done one of my workshops, you may know a little bit about that, but I felt like the Lord wanted to go on a walk with me or I, I wanted to go on a walk through the garden with the Lord this morning and so I I just envisioned that spending time with my heavenly father walking through the garden and I rested it was just such a peaceful way to start my morning and I think so often we can get so busy 
that we can overlook the intimacy that we can have in the quiet places. But we've gotten so accustomed to being busy and thinking that busy is really cool and sexy and it makes us important and it validates our significance and all the things and people needing us that we forget that Jesus rested. He rested. He needed it. He needed to be renewed and restored and revived and one, spend time with the Lord, but then he needed to rest for the next task that he had ahead. So I'm going to read some scripture to you to really bring it home, to wrap this up, because I think you get my point. I hope you do. And we are supposed to be more like Jesus. And so if Jesus took naps, he took a nap in a boat during a storm. Perhaps you're living in a storm right now and it's kind of crazy, but he took a nap on a boat and he not only took a nap, but he slept through it so much that the disciples were like, hey, are you, do you not care? Like, we're going to die here. What are you doing? And he spoke to the wind and the waves and he said, be still. And the storm stopped. So perhaps the Lord is asking you to speak to your crazy, chaotic, busy storm right now and speak, be still to it. Take inventory of your life. What is there that shouldn't be there? Are you really honoring God's take a Sabbath commandment to take a Sabbath? And if not, will you start this week? Mine is from Friday at sundown till Saturday at sundown. That works really well for me. I've done other days, but that's actually the biblical um, way as well as it works really good for me. I love it because I know that Saturday for the majority of the day, it's, it's my family and I can really focus on them and not worry about work. Not that I worry about work, but you know, that work for me is, is, can be an idol. And so I have to set boundaries around that. So I stay healthy with that. Um, and then are you allowing people to throw around that word at you and say, oh, I know you're busy, but I wanted to give you this, this phrase. Hey, say, hey, 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 no, 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 no. I am not busy. I may have a full plate, but I am so blessed for the plate the Lord has given me. I wouldn't change it for the world. I'm not busy. I have a full plate and a full heart. I don't know, however you want to word it, but tell people, stop saying that. Listen, when we hear things over and over and then we repeat them into our own minds, it doesn't just, it's not just a thought, it becomes a belief. And when we believe that we are busy, guess what? We will operate from a place of busyness. We will not be a Mary. We will not be a Jesus. And we will, we will not operate from a place of peace and from joy Think of the fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. When you are busy, none of those words are attached to it. None of them. And we're supposed to have fruit of the spirit. So I'm going to leave you some scripture. If you're feeling busy and you're trying to figure out how do I get out of the cycle? Well, one, stop saying that about yourself. Recognize what you're saying and how that is impacting you in a negative way. Your words have the power to bring life or death. And sometimes we can say some things that seem very harmless, but yet is the very thing that the enemy uses against us. God is a God of order. Look at creation. Day one, day two, day three, he did very specific things and then he rested and he said it was good every day. Some of us are so busy that we no, no pun intended. I'm not saying that. I literally, you're so busy. We didn't have time to enjoy the things that we did in the day because we're just, oh, finally it's bedtime, you know? And trust me, I get it as a mom. Mom of three, I get it. 
but let's not wear this as a badge of honor. Philippians 4, 6 through 7 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and to the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. You need to guard your heart from those words and guard your mind when people say that about you, if they do. Mm -mm, don't accept it. First Peter 5, 7, cast all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. If you're feeling anxious and busy and overwhelmed, like you don't have enough time to do anything, cast all your cares on him. He cares for you. He wants you to lay it at the foot of the cross and say, Jesus, I can't carry this all myself. Please show me. Show me what you want me to pick up. Show me what you want me to leave at the cross. Show me where I should be giving my yes. Because when you say yes to others, Make sure you're not saying no to God. Romans 8, 6, For to set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the spirit is life and peace. That's not the one I meant to read. Sorry. Matthew eleven twenty eight. 28. It's a good one, though. Matthew eleven twenty eight. 28. Come to me, all who, are all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And this last one, I'm going to read this. Haggai 1, 6. You have sown much and harvested little. You eat but you never eat enough. You drink, but you never have your fill. You clothe yourselves, but no one is warm. And he who earns wages does so to put them in a bag with holes. Are you sowing? Are you using your time and sowing into the right things so that you do yield a harvest? Are you, have you planted the right seeds in your garden and are you watering them so that they can actually flourish? Or do you have too many seeds planted that you don't even know where they are? You don't know how much water they need. You don't know if they should get more sunlight. They shouldn't get more sunlight. Oh my goodness, is this a winter, spring, summer? Is this a perennial? Like, If your life is chaotic, perhaps you are believing the lie that you are supposed to be busy and then that's a cool thing. It's not. So let's get unbusy for the world and let's ask the Lord, what yes do you want from me today? I give it to you. Please guide me and show me. Father God, thank you for this truth that busy is not a badge of honor. That busy is a lie and a strategy of the enemy to steal, kill, and destroy from the very thing that you want to bless us with and to, that you've called us to. Father, we, we repent for being busy and choosing the not good portion. Mary chose the good portion. Lord, help us to choose the good portion like Mary did, to sit at your feet more often, to not be burdened by the busyness that the world tricks us into thinking is, is a really good thing. And Father, help us to be more like Jesus, to do the work that you've called us to do and then get away to be refreshed filled and restored and renewed and refreshed in you. Father, thank you for our business trees. Thank you for partnering with us. And thank you for not making us stay busy, but showing us that there is freedom when we do things your way. Father, thank you. We love you. We praise you. In Jesus' name, amen.